Hey guys, it's Lucy Mel. Welcome back to our podcast. And today's topic is starting with the end in mind. Now, the main idea here is to help you understand where you want to be so that you can understand where you need to start. How many of us have wanted to start a business or have started one with intentions on making money, but hadn't made a real plan on how that business would make money or where that money would come from? Yeah, you can say, I'll build this clothing line, but do you have that influence to get people to buy from you right now uh like we started so many businesses like this just not knowing what the finish line looked like like what success in that business would even look like like what does success look like to you these are things that you should be asking yourself before starting a business or if you have already started what is it that you're selling how are you giving them value in order to make their lives easier do you need a website Do you need an email list? What will your branding look like? Do you need to grow your influence? Do you have an audience? So, for example, when we started Social Brand Studios, it was intended to be just mainly for video production. But we realized that with COVID hitting and like everything slowing down, we would have to build other sources of income from it. So I think when you're thinking about businesses, you should also be thinking about how many income streams can your business create. So from what we did, we looked at our business and said, okay, we can create a podcast as an extension from our business to generate leads. We can create a YouTube channel where I can give tips and in turn generate more leads for our business. But everything points back to our production company. Yes, so that's when our business pretty much evolved from just a production company that did uh, videos for companies to a full service production company where we now offer YouTube services, Instagram services, podcast services where we can help small business owners figure out how to create these other sources of income that will generate leads for their business. And we have a whole marketing side because Our background is kind of in marketing. When you work in video production, everything is about telling a story and connecting the dots between someone's customer and your business. Yes, so we're also the ones running literally everything. We're doing the marketing, the promotion, our social medias, our own videos, editing, audio, the whole nine. It's just like right now we really don't even have a team. It's just us two doing literally everything. You have to be willing to be everything for your business in the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. Because we've we've tried to outsource. It doesn't work 90% of the time. So in order for you to find somebody that's going to do copyright or something, you got to find somebody that's already working with other people in your niche that has a proven track record because a lot of these guys just copy other people's work and put it off as their own but then when they send you the finished copy of 
what's supposed to go up on your website or in your Instagram bio or description, it doesn't look the same. Yeah, we took a huge loss with COVID. Yeah. So, um, for example, we were doing a video for this company, and we also did one for another company where they just, like, posted us and then ghosted us. And then the other one was we were literally, like, right there. Um, We were just waiting to be emailed back by, like, the... The executive. Yeah, the executive the executive of the entire company and then COVID hit and we were just like, What do we do now? Because yeah. we lost like a three thousand dollar deal. This is what we mean by you have to know how to also pivot because things like this do happen. So if we would have just like stayed in the videographer mindset and never took the time out to learn other things, like we would have had nowhere else to go. But yeah. because we know how to do multiple things, we took that and we were like, okay, like we took a huge loss. And it did take us a while too to come back from it. Yeah. Like we didn't, we stopped creating for like two months. I mean, we were we kind of like felt stuck. And when these things happen, you also have to go through the motions of it as well because I feel like that's where your creative side also comes from. Sometimes you just need to take a break to just step away. Yeah, because it'll come back eventually and that's really just what happened. We were like, okay, well, we literally know YouTube inside and out. We have managed Janelle's YouTube and her Instagram. I have also been growing my Instagram account. We have been doing marketing. We have... I have put out programs where I have made sales and we have made sales from different things. So why not just take everything that we have learned and it literally all ties into the video production that we own. Because even with just like videographer, we were also having companies say, we have no idea how to do YouTube or we have no idea how to do social media branding and marketing. So everything just goes all together. Yeah. We were talking to... This pretty big franchise, and I noticed they started YouTube, and the person we actually were in communication with, she actually said, like, yeah, like, we see you do YouTube, and that wasn't even part of our business at the time. Our business was creating videos and commercials, so when she actually brought it up, we are like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, we do, but we didn't even think to have that as a service, Right. And that could have been a stream of income because they were just getting started. And there's a lot of businesses out there that just don't understand the power of all of these social media platforms. Yeah, they'll get an Instagram because they can just post pretty pictures, but they don't realize that Instagram can drive sales like one post can make you go viral. Like they don't understand that YouTube and YouTube ads actually like drive people to your business without knowing that they're still in the old mindset of, oh, word of mouth works the best, but they don't realize communication has changed. People communicate on social media now. I'm not going and hanging out with my friends right now, especially during COVID. Guess what? They can see me on social media. We can communicate through social media. Yeah, not only that, all it takes is to create one post. Like you just said, before it used to be word of mouth, and now it's, oh, I went to this place and I like it, so I'm going to post it to my Instagram. Yeah, and instead of hitting one person at a time, you have a reach of like 100, 200, 300 You never know how far that can go, right? 
what you need to ask yourself is how many in the beginning is how many income streams can this business actually create, whether that be physical or digital products, affiliate marketing, books, courses, services, like figure out how many different ways you can spin it to make money and then work backwards with your branding and your website. If you know you're going to start a membership, plan for that. Get a Squarespace website, but you're going to have to piece everything together. We use Kajabi because we can create membership websites easily. We can create pipelines easily. We knew that starting a business, you need an email list. The money is in the email list. You can remarket to people. You can send out coupons for people to use. The amount of money you make in your business is equivalent to how many buy buttons you have. You have to be putting yourself in front of your audience constantly. And if you have their email address, you can always do that. Because what if Instagram shuts down tomorrow? What if YouTube shuts down a month from now? How will those people get in contact with you? How will they be able to access your business? When you build an email list, you build a business. Because you'll have direct contact. Instagram isn't your platform. You're just leasing the land. Same thing with every platform. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. You're leasing. If that platform was to go away, like MySpace, think of how many people built a business on MySpace. And then, poof. Some people might not even know what MySpace is. Yeah, so some of you guys might <laughs> not even know. If you don't know MySpace is, it was basically Facebook went away yeah it went away (laughs) just disappeared when facebook took over yeah so you got to think about the long run do you need an email list yes i would suggest any business being started you need an email list just so you have that power the thing is when you have an email list there's benefits if you want to market to your email list facebook ads are cheaper youtube ads are cheaper because they've already given you access to them so you don't have to go looking. And you can use MailChimp. MailChimp is free for the first 2,000 emails. We have Kajabi, so uh, all that is built into our Kajabi. But if you're just starting out. Yeah, just starting I would out. I say to use yeah, like MailChimp definitely. and Squarespace. Those are two of the best. And yeah. that's also how we started out. So another thing that you should ask yourself is, do you have an audience? And by audience, I mean your followers. And it can literally be as little as 100 people. Everyone thinks that you need this crazy, huge following, and you really don't. You can literally sell to 100 people. Um, I always like to compare it to think about having 100 people in one room with you. That's a lot of people. Don't let the numbers discourage you. Yeah. Think about it like this. If you have a hundred loyal people that you know are going to buy your program and you put out a program for $50, right? Like that's 50 grand. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) 5,000. I'm so bad at math. <laughs> nah, we gotta do that over. <laughs> Cause I don't, I said nigga. I can't. We can't do that. No, that's so funny. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why? 
<laughs> I said nigga. You can't be saying nigga on a podcast. <laughs> I mean, you could, but. <laughs> Just leave this all in here. Huh? Just leave this all in here. My bad. I'm at 5,000. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta yeah. give me a minute. A lot of us are afraid to sell. You can't be afraid to sell from the beginning. Don't be the free person. Yeah, because you create habit in, in people. If you start off selling, that's like the first time you went to Target, right? If you go to Target and the first time you went there, they just gave you everything for free. And you're like, oh, my God, I love this Target place. You're just going to expect yeah, free stuff. The next time you come, you're going to be like, oh, well, last time... You gave me everything for free. I don't want to pay now. And not to say you can't give away free content. Because you should in the beginning. You you should. Especially when getting the e- going back to the email, how to um build your email list. Yeah, you should, absolutely. But the stuff that's going to move the needle, you need to charge for that because you probably paid for that education to get all that information you need. You have the information someone needs. Like we've paid thousands to learn about Instagram, YouTube. We spent so much money joining groups. And if we were to just drop all of our stuff for free, we would become the free people. You don't need to charge a lot in the beginning. You just have to make sure that you know your worth. Um, When I first started with my fitness programs, I was only selling them for like $20. But even then, I still made sure that I wasn't the free person. Yeah. So I just gave like something for free in order to get the email list. And then I sold to everyone who put in their email list. And that's the thing. Like the email list, you can market to them. So say you do start off with an entry-level $9 product, right? Now you've got their email list. And you can market your $300, $400 product. They've pulled out their wallet and they've used their credit card to make a transaction. And that transaction is not only a transaction of money. It's a transaction of trust. Because if you follow through on your end with your value, then now they know that every time they pay you, they're going to receive the value. Trust is big with online. Like and that goes back to also just growing your influence. So growing an influence and growing, growing an audience are two different things. Growing your influence is putting out a ton of value mm-hmm. to make people trust you and to build a relationship. Yeah. And so if you don't have that yet, I would definitely suggest to work on doing that. Yeah. And your influence really does a lot because if somebody sees that people are actually engaging with you and saying like, oh, man, like I'm learning from this person, like that does a lot for new people coming on and and finding your business. It's almost like it's social proof, right? In order for you to grow your influence, you need to ask yourself, how can you deliver value to your audience How can you solve a problem for them? So by doing this, you can go into people's messages and say, hey, I see that you're struggling with this. I have knowledge in this. What is something that I can help you with? What are questions that you may have or what it is? What is it that you're struggling with? Because I can help you. 
and you can then take whatever questions that they give you and turn that into content. Yeah. And that way you also gain trust from them because they see that you know what you're talking about. And so another way of giving value while also making money yourself is, uh, for example, I would take pictures of like my outfits. And so for everyone who would go into my DMs and ask me, hey, where did you get that shirt from or those jeans? I reached out to a brand where it was just a website and I would post my picture and I would link what it was that I was wearing and I could then send that link to the person asking me where did I get that from and in return I would get a commission so I was helping them out by telling them where I got that outfit from that they wanted and they were helping me out in return by purchasing right like that's like an affiliate campaign and these things are so easy. There's so many companies doing this right now. We've got messages in Nelly's email address. Like people are throwing products at you. But, but you, you also, yeah, you also don't want to just partner up with anyone and everyone because there are a lot of scams. Um, definitely don't partner up with anyone who says you will get a commission from everything that you, from everything that you purchase because you're actually spending more money than you're actually making it back. Yeah, there there's companies that are trying to make money off of you like you are the bottom line. They don't care if anybody buys product from your referral because they're making all their money off of you up front. And that's a big scam going on right now. And also look into these businesses before you even agree to anything. A lot of times they send you the link to like their Instagram or their website. Actually go and check it out. You can usually tell what looks right and what doesn't what is fake, what isn't. Don't just hand your money out to anyone. Don't be afraid to market yourself. I know, like, even if you don't have that many followers or your business is just getting off the ground, you still have to reach out to these big companies because you never know who's going to give you a shot. And you never know, like, what relationships can come out of it. Yeah, I kept posting, I kept tagging Fashion Nova in a lot of my posts, and, you know, they didn't say anything. I also emailed them for a partnership. They didn't respond. But then I posted this one photo, and they it was a birthday photo, and they actually replied under my comments to that. So you can't just reach out once and then let that be the end-all, be-all. You have to just keep reaching out every once in a while. Like, in your business, building relationships, that's the biggest thing, because you make most of your money off of return business and not new clients. Like, depending on what kind of business you have, like, you don't want to bet on new clients. You want to actually take care of the people that are already giving you money (laughs) because it's a lot less work. You just got to keep that relationship going. You need to show up the same way that they show up for you. So they're coming to you because they have a problem and they need you to solve it. And that's what you're there for. You're there to solve their problem, to make it easier for them and to give them the information that they're looking for. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we have some action steps for you guys. Go check out the show notes at loosenmail.com. You can grab our free unstuck creator checklist where it'll help you get clear on your goals, starting with the end in mind. 
support our podcast by becoming a member when you sign up to become a member you get access to behind the scenes extended content and members only ask me anything make sure that you leave us a rating highly appreciate that and yes leave us a review on apple Podcasts. get clear on your goals because if you don't know what the finish line looks like how will you ever get there see you in the next episode peace bye